Hi, and welcome to WOW Talk. My name is Donna Capacity. And my name is Darlene Gustin. And today we are going to talk about coffee. Yum! (laughs) In fact, we have a couple with us right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh, where do we even start? (laughs) Well, um, why don't we tell them why we even came up with the idea, right? Okay. All right. Take it away. Well, we are sitting here with two coffees because we're human like everybody else. And we thought this would be a good topic to share because it's actually a question that I get asked a lot at work. And, and or, or patients don't know. And I tell them that's too many coffees. Right? Okay, so do we know what that number is? So I guess that would be one of the first questions is how many coffees, you know, can I have in a day? decaf, not de- you know, regular, dark Correct. roast. I mean, yeah. there's so many questions. Espresso. For sure, for sure. So, so what, I, what I tell patients is that there are good positive and negative influences of caffeine. And, and yes, it gives us energy. It makes us more alert, could help us be more focused. So it does have positive things, but there are also negative things. And some of those negative things are regularly measured in my appointments. For instance, coffee can make you acidic. Coffee can excrete the calcium into your urine. Coffee can affect your heart rate and your blood pressure, and it can be a stimulant to your adrenal glands, your stress glands. And these are all things that I measure through saliva and urine on patients all the time. And what I see is that most people can handle one coffee a day, and I don't see any of those things happening. At two coffees a day, it's 50-50. 50% of those patients will have one or more repercussions in their chemistry. Maybe it made them acidic. Maybe I find the calcium in their urine, etc. So my answer to that is zero to two coffees per day. Okay. And does it make a difference what type of coffee? Uh, should it be organic? Uh, should it? Anyway, you... What do you think? <laughs> sure. I, I actually had this conversation with a very close friend of mine who is a toxicologist and she works in the field of food toxicology. So we have some of the best conversations. Mm-hmm. And I had this coffee conversation with her and I told her two's the max. Like if you have three coffees a day, it's pretty much a guarantee that I will find one or more things wrong about your health chemistry. And um, and my friend said to me that she was more concerned about the pesticides, that in Canada, the typical coffee product on the market allowed is, has a lot of pesticide use. And she thought that it was quite worth the money to buy organic if you are a regular coffee consumer. Oh my goodness. So would it say it on the, I would never have thought that first of all, but that makes total sense. Does it say it on the packaging? I guess we have to really read the label and would it say, okay, so how do we know? No, you just know that it's non-organic. And, and so I'm just sharing that my friend is who works at that regulatory level um, is very aware of how many pesticides are used in the coffee bean industry and also that many of those pesticides are carcinogens so those would be chemicals that could initiate cancer or make cancer worse so it's it's quite important and the other important comment to include in this talk is that caffeine is estrogenic so it's a chemical that can have estrogen-like influences on the body 
So whenever I have a patient who has breast pain, lumpy breasts, fibrocystic breast disease, the first question from me is how many coffees do you drink? And some women's bodies are highly sensitive to the caffeine and can have dramatic relief of their breast pain and softer, more normal texture of breast tissues if they reduce their overall caffeine intake. That is really interesting. Yeah. Wow. And and another thing, going back to, to my numbers where I said, most people can handle one. So let's talk about who can't. Okay. So so the people who can't even handle one coffee a day are most likely to be a person who's under very high amount of stress. So when your uh, body has high cortisol levels, cortisol is the main hormone produced in our body when we have stress, that that magnifies the effect of the caffeine. So for instance, if coffee keeps you awake, it would keep you awake even longer if you had that one coffee at a time that you were under high stress. Okay, so I am wondering about coffee alternatives. I think we've talked about tea before and herbal teas, but I'm curious as to if you want that creamy kind of rich coffee kind of flavor or beverage, what would you suggest? Well, I would suggest one of my personal favorites. So, so it's no secret that I enjoy coffee. And and I I don't even have one every single day, but when I have it, I love coffee. And but I think I actually like dandelion coffee even more. So, dandelion is one of my favorite herbs. I have seen it help so many patients with so many conditions. I've used it on my cancer patients. I've used it for general spring cleanses. I use it on people with liver toxicity and liver conditions, diabetics, etc. So it's one of the big main herbs for detoxification in herbal medicine. And you can make coffee out of the roots of the dandelion. And they um, harvest the root of the dandelion plant and they roast it and they powderize it. And you can buy powdered versions of dandelion root coffee. And when you Add hot water. It's a dark brown liquid. And if you want to put in a dairy or dairy alternative, it is actually very tasty. And I've been recommending it to patients for 30 years. And almost every patient was really pleasantly surprised that they quite enjoyed it. I am one of those patients. Absolutely. That's right. And there's no caffeine. It's not acid forming. So it will be tolerated by people with stomachs, etc. Yeah, that is fantastic. Now, how about that mushroom beverage, I'll call it? <laughs> is it mushroom coffee, mushroom tea? <laughs> what would you say? I drink that too. <laughs> okay, so tell us about that. So there's a few companies on the market now that are making coffee and they're adding mushroom powder or spores of mushroom powder to the coffee. And that just adds an extra health benefit the the there's not really any taste difference that i can tell it still tastes like coffee and but i can feel it working so these mushroom powders they are have many health properties that include reducing inflammation they balance the immune system and they help 
with releasing neurotransmitters, which are the chemicals that make you feel in a good mood. Yes. And happy <laughs> and focused. So, yes, I, I have those two. And, of course, you could buy most of the time a company that's making a product like that. The coffee's all organic as well, right? And so... So as you know, when Donna comes to visit me at my office and I say, would you like a coffee, a dandelion or a mushroom coffee? Yeah, those are my <laughs> options. And I enjoy both and <laughs> I feel better for it every time I choose one of those. Yeah, yeah. So um, now when we get into something like espresso or a stronger, is it basically the same sort of principle to keep in mind? Um like zero to two? Yeah, same thing. Okay. And, and and also being mindful of the tea because tea made from those black leaves like Salada, uh, sorry, Tetley, Red Rose, those type of teas have caffeine in them as well. So does green tea, but there's slightly different versions of caffeine and different levels. But but a person who's drinking traditional black tea with milk, it's the caffeine content is is there as well, just a significant Okay. All right, then. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I suggest you just go out and try it. And, um, and, and like there are other little things like what time of day you have the coffee. So, yes. so according to the function of the body, it, it's not really something you should do first thing in the morning because you don't need to. So first thing in the morning, your cortisol is naturally high. So you should have energy and focus for the first part of the morning. But maybe from 10 a.m. till noon would be the best time to have the coffee when that cortisol starts coming down. And so that's when you're, if you're going to have one coffee a day, that's the best time. And if you were to have a second coffee, I usually tell people to cut it off at about 4 p.m. Yes, that does make sense. I often think that it doesn't affect me if I have a coffee with my dinner, cappuccino or something, or an espresso, but sure enough, it will. Like I will be lying in bed later thinking, why am I not falling asleep? And then I'll go, ah, I had the coffee. That's right. So it's mainly the caffeine that causes the issues. Is that what we're saying? Or is it the whole coffee as a whole? Well, we mostly focused, my comments were mostly focusing on the caffeine and the pesticides. In the pesticides, yes, of course. Okay, well, thank you very much. And I, I also wanted to ask you, I'm pretty sure you can get the dandelion coffee and the mushroom uh, coffee as well at grocery stores, correct? Definitely. The, the health food section of the grocery stores have them. And um, the coffees with the mushroom powder, there are some companies that are online ordering. Oh, yes. So they're really easy to find. And there's also dandelion tea that comes in tea bag. I find that the taste is not as much of a substitute for a coffee drinker. So I would suggest that the roasted dandelion root powder rather than the dandelion tea bags yes. are, are more tasty, according to me. Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. Yeah. And you just mix it like you're doing a hot chocolate or something. You put a spoon or whatever into a cup. You add your boiling water. Yep. And then you could add your, as you said, your dairy or non-dairy alternative if you want. Or yep. have a you black, whatever. Make a latte. And yeah, and I don't find it bitter either. You would think that, but it's not. It's very smooth, and uh, I quite enjoy it. And it's reminding me of chicory. Remember? There used to be, I remember 
advertisements and commercials for Okay, different... you're revealing the Italian side of you. Okay, yeah, am I? <laughs> or my age. <laughs> or both. Yeah, I, I believe the brand that I drink of the Dandelion Root Coffee, um, they put a little bit of chicory in there too, which is fine with me. The, the primary ingredient is the roasted dandelion root, and that's fine. But yes, chicory has been used in Europe as well for a coffee substitute that was more affordable and healthier and Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please uh, send them to us. And uh, Dr. Gustin will always be happy to answer any of your questions. Absolutely. And I hope you enjoy the coffee substitutes as much as I do. Well, I do. So we're sure you will too. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.